1: Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at PurdueGlobal.edu. Scandal and vice, or sugar spice.
2: It's nice with Hello, hello.
1: hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, and it is Thursday, which means our dear friend Mark Lupo joins us. Hey,
2: Loopy, are you there? Uh, loopy Lou is here. <laughs> Hello, Rob.
1: Hey, Loopy, you're on vacation. Where in the world are you?
2: Naples, Florida.
1: Oh, who are you with?
2: With my parents, my brother, and Kevin.
1: Oh, we'll all enjoy the show today and then go for a lovely drive or a swim or something lovely. What are you planning to do? How long are you there for?
2: Uh, We're here for a week. It's my brother, my mom, and Kevin's birthday all in the same kind of week. So we're doing (gasps) dinners and drinks and beach and pool and all that fun stuff. I'm jealous. Yeah.
1: I'm jealous. Send a love to your mommy and all your family. Let's jump into the show. What time is it, my friends? It is. Tea tea time. time. Big story at the top of the show. I love this. truth here, a truth bomb. Sofia Vergara, who I adore, (laughs) says that it would be absurd to feel as if her good looks hadn't helped propel her to stardom. She argues that her looks are, quote, my passport to the world. (laughs) Sofia is crediting her beautiful looks, I mean, she looks fabulous, to the fact that it opened the doors to her becoming a global superstar. However, She refuses to feel bad about it. The actress said that she's aware that her appearances obviously gave her a leg up in the industry That's, that's based on looks to a certain extent. However, though, and I like this part, it was her personality that kept her in the business. She told a Spanish newspaper it would be absolutely absurd to deny that this didn't help me or makes me feel bad. She said, my big boobs and my body opened doors to me. They were the passport to the world that she so wanted to be part of. However, what kept her in the world was not just her good looks, but the fact that she did the work. I like when people tell the truth here. We have certain advantages. We have certain gifts. And that all is part of the package of being you. What do you think, Mark?
2: I love the story. And I especially love the idea of the passport to the world, right? Leaning into mm. the gift. And she is a beautiful woman and super talented, but I love the honesty here. She knew that she had this advantage, took advantage of it. And I agree that, you know, her personality, her abilities to act, that's what's kept her here. That's what's kept us mm. into her personality, her fiery way of delivering yes. lines. We love that. That's why we're still yeah. interested, you know? Yeah, and success
1: came to her a little later on in life. She started modelling in her 20s, but it wasn't really until Modern Family that she became a a superstar. That's when everything exploded and America's Got Talent. She's really, really funny. She's really, really talented. A lot of people, she said, would have given up. So when you don't uh, achieve your goals, when you don't reach the heights you want to achieve, a lot of people, I know lots of actresses, actors, who just gave up. It wasn't for them. And that's not a bad thing. If you don't want to be in this for the long run, with, with no success guarantee, no success guaranteed, then maybe it's not the career for you. I say all the time, Mark, my success is not necessarily my talent. It's the fact that I never give up. I always <laughs> keep back, back. I always reinvent myself. I just refuse to go away. What do you think your success is built upon? What's the secret to your success?
2: I think this is what we have in common. It's, it's the work ethic and it's showing up every week, every day for yourself and for others and doing the work, truly, and you always say this, do the work, and I think that's true for anything that you want to achieve. If you do the work and you are consistent, don't give up, you'll find success.
1: Yeah, consistency, that's the key word, isn't it? I also like that you said, Mark, you don't give up and you keep showing up for yourself. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily for other people. I feel a real sense of accomplishment when I do the work. I actually enjoy the process more than the end results. When people thought I'd hit sort of the peak, I guess, of of my success and got my own TV show, I wasn't that happy. I enjoyed doing the work rather than achieving the goal. In fact, the goal sort of didn't really matter to me. It was doing all the work to, to lead up to it. And if you can find joy in the process, if you can find joy in the journey, life will be much better.
2: It really is. And that's you look back on all the the times that were hard and all the hours you spent um, stressed and and worries Mm -hmm. and, you know, worried. And then you think back like that was the moment. Those are the moments that I cherish because I really worked for this.
1: My favorite memories are those hard moments. Like yeah. When I think back, it's not the easy moments or it's not the moments when I'm flying high, when I'm doing really, really well. It's the moments when I struggled that I really sort of remember really fondly. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I've got rose-colored glasses on and they weren't that much fun to be in <laughs> them in the moment. But now looking back, it's something that I really, really like. And I do think, Sophia, it's really smart for you to say this. You're gorgeous, like, I don't look like Sophia Vergara. I wouldn't know what it was like to be that pretty. Now, Mark, you're you're a cutie. Do you think your good looks have helped you?
2: You know, I take care of myself and I think any person, however they look, um, I think if you invest time into, you know, creating a personality, a style, grooming yourself, I think it opens doors. It helps you kind mm. of be respected.
1: Oh. It is. I I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Since I've lost about 40 or 50 pounds, people are much nicer to me. I was at this party on Monday, Mark, (laughs) and I'm the same messy person, but because I look better, people are much, much nicer to me. I've noticed the difference. Oprah said that too, and she's Oprah. Yeah. If Oprah says she gets treated better when she's smaller, when she's lost some weight, can you imagine for the rest of us? I love that Sofia Vergara is just telling the truth here because so many really beautiful... Actresses, the Julia Roberts, the uh. Jennifer Aniston's—they wouldn't do this. They Mm-mm. would never ever admit that a lot of their credit was based on the fact that they are just gorgeous. They couldn't do it.
2: It's 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 so true, and that's why we love her. Is because she's genuine, yes. she's real, and she tells it like it is.
1: Yeah, tell it like it is. Now I want you, Norites, to tell it like it is by going to vote on our poll. Today's poll is Sophia Vergara says it would be absurd to not think her looks propelled her to stardom. What do you think? Is she telling the truth here? Yes or no? Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page which is Naughty Gossip and be sure to check back tomorrow uh, to hear your results. Hey, Loopy, what are you working on?
2: I have a bombshell story if you <laughs> buckle up. Okay. So Cher's daughter-in-law is claiming the singer is a manic depressive and unfit to serve as her son's conservator. Wow. Okay, let me explain. This is pretty serious. So, Cher is a manic depressive and categorically unfit to serve as her son, Elijah Allman's conservator. This is coming from Elijah's wife. So, in new court documents, Marie Angela King claims that the singer's attempts to control Allman's financial decisions would jeopardize his continued recovery from substance abuse. Mm. Now, now, in the documents, it says Cher is not capable of managing her own affairs, let alone those of Elijah. King King wrote, to my knowledge, the petitioner has never known the security to go to her own home, does not drive, does not oh. prepare her own meals, does, oh. does not dress herself, oh. and has admitted to me that she is a manic depressive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rob, this is this is a pretty serious claim. It's, yeah, what you this, t- this is. I know
1: people who have worked with Cher and been on tour with her, and they didn't call her manic depressive, but they said she doesn't leave the hotel. They said when the, when you go to Paris or Rome or the, you know some of the the most beautiful capitals in the world, Cher could go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Cher could get a private tour of the Louvre, but she doesn't leave her hotel. And they said she lives a very small life for somebody. Who's such a superstar, she doesn't really do much outside her hotel, her apartment, or the venue where she is performing. And I think I've seen this with other celebrities, too. You think they have these huge, big, glamorous lives, and they actually have the opposite. They have really small lives, which is just about work or being home. And so I can see some truth in this. I think here Cher has the right intentions. Her son, she believes, needs some help. Although it should be pointed out, He has been paying his own bills, and he's been living his life. He gets money from his father's estate, so Cher's not supporting him. Uh, He got, like, a trust fund. I think Mm -hmm. he makes $100,000 a year from from his dad's estate. He doesn't make a lot of money himself, but he lives quite happily on that money. And this reminds me, I hate to say it, Cher, if you're listening, it reminds me a little bit of the Britney Spears situation. Mm. To get a conservatorship over somebody should be really, really hard, or else we'd all do it. And if he wants to spend all his money, if he wants to to buy drugs, if he wants to buy alcohol, part of me, Mark, and this is going to sound nutty, but part of me is like, it's his life, it's his money.
2: And I understand that part of it, because it is, it's true, and you know, when we touch on Britney Spears, I think for me the difference is that Britney Spears' parents have no money and they Mm. were living off of her money, whereas Cher, of (sighs) course, has her own money and and doesn't need to take from him, but it sounds like this is very complicated and that there is a a big divide here in the family, and uh, I think she, I'm sure, wants the best for him, but you know, you can only do so much until someone, you know, just does what they want to do on their own.
1: Yeah. They've got to find it themselves. I, I, I love to believe that I'm available to help people. I, I, I really want to believe that. I think it's the truth. But you can only help people as much as they want to be helped. Right. And if her son doesn't want her taking over his affairs, maybe somebody else could. I think in this document that we were talking about, his wife did say that Cher should not be the conservator. And I think there are certain facts. It's a job. It's a paid job. And Britney's dad wasn't qualified. And I'm not even sure if Cher is qualified. Just having the right intentions doesn't make you the most qualified. For for, for many jobs, I might want to be the best pilot in the world, but I'm not. I I so <laughs> yeah. you know I, mean? I, I think there should be qualifications. I think we should really... Lay out what do you need to be a conservator? Do you need a degree in accountancy? Do you need to understand money? Do you need to understand the legal process? You know, I love Cher, but I think here it's probably true. I, I would be doubtful that she had a key to her home. I doubt she knows the security <laughs> code. I'm sure her assistant does a lot of the day-to-day activities. So even though I think Cher's intentions are right, and that is a major point, Mark, she doesn't need the money. Shares doing fine by herself. She doesn't need the hassle. She's doing this because she thinks her son is in desperate need of help. Uh-huh. But I'm not sure if she's the right one to be doing it. Okay, moving along. This Barbie snub it won't go away. And now John Stamos is jumping in on it. So John posted a really funny video. He's playing Ken and his wife is playing Barbie. And they mock the fact that... All the success of this movie, a billion dollars, a cultural phenomenon. Who gets nominated for an Oscar? Ken. It's outrageous. This isn't going away, Mark. People are really angry.
2: No, and it's not. And I I watched the clip earlier. It's 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 pretty funny. I do think it's also hilarious that John Stamos inserted himself into this this topic. <laughs> yeah, well, that's John. I don't really know how he relates to the Barbie movie, but <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I saw the Barbie movie over the summer. I thought the hype was really fun, getting the excitement of like mm. going to the movie and everyone dressing up in pink and the glasses. Yeah. Uh, But I have to say, I was bored, and I, you know, halfway through, I almost had to leave. I was like, "This is not for me." So I don't know. I think when you watch the Oscars, you think, I don't think you think Barbie, and so I know that the movie didn't get (sighs) snubbed altogether, but like. I don't know. It's like does the getting an Oscar really define the success? Like if you did a great job and people loved it, then that should be enough. Right. Well, let's be honest. The Oscars need Barbie more than Barbie needs the Oscars. She's <laughs> right. A billion dollars. Like right. Barbie's doing fine. Right. She don't,
1: need, she don't need, need the Oscar. I think what's the confusing part here? And I, and I think I might agree with you, Mark. That it's a snob awards. When you get these awards, it's not for the best box office, in which case we'd just look at the number and give the award out to the movie that that made the most money. This is an award about excellence. Mm -hmm. And most awards are, whether it be a Tony Award or a Grammy Award. So just because we all love Taylor Swift's music, we love Britney Spears' music, it doesn't mean that the, the Grammys feel the same way about both of those artists. And so this is a snob award. It's for people that really, really do know movies. I mean, part of the joy of the Oscars for me is I don't normally know the movies that win. They're too smart for me. And then I go and experience them, and I'm like, wow, that was a really great, smart movie. I think the problem here with Barbie, though, is why did Ken get nominated? If your theory Mm. holds true, Mark, the whole movie should have really been ignored. It was delicious, it was a lot of fun, but maybe not quite Oscar quality, but they did nominate
2: Ken. Yeah, I'm surprised because... I thought Margot was uh, fantastic in the movie. And sometimes I just wonder, you know, I've been snubbed before, uh, you know, for an Emmy for a show that I've worked at, and it definitely stings, and you wonder, like, what could I have done differently? Why... I don't know that we'll ever have the answer, but I think it comes down to popularity and just people preferring one or the other. It's high
1: school, it's high school, and who are the cool kids, and who are the kids that are the smarty pants? I love that Bravo and Watch What Happens Live, and Andy Cohen never gets nominated. They just don't <laughs> like him. And every year, Jimmy Jimmy Fallon never gets nominated. They just don't like Jimmy Fallon. And so I think there's a little bit of snubbery going on here, <laughs> yeah. but I do think that John Stamos, you're like the Bethany Frankels of tv you just can't help yourself they see an (laughs) opportunity and they make it all about themselves okay what else are you working on
2: so Meghan markle and prince harry made a surprise appearance in jamaica for the bob marley (laughs) one love movie yeah Mm. so the couple made a surprise appearance at the bob marley one love premiere in jamaica at the carib theater in kingston where they were all smiles as they walked hand in hand now rob the biopic celebrates the life and music of the icon who inspired generations through his message of love and unity. And this premiere marks Meghan and Harry's first trip back to Jamaica since 2017. Rob, you remember they were there uh, in the Caribbean to uh, to celebrate Harry's friend, Tom Skippy, in Skip's wedding. But the the trip turned into something more when... I think Harry realized he loved Megan and wanted to be with Megan. This is the moment. Yeah.
1: This is a very special place for them. I mean, it's a bit random, just turning up at a movie premiere. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit random, but I do understand why this place is so special for the two of them. Oh. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shiro with my dear friend Mark people Hey, Lupi, let's get to the pearls. Brown um, last show, we talked about Selena Gomez reflecting on her body's changes, saying, I will never look like this ever again. I'll never look like I did when I was 20. Is she right? Let's have a look. Oh, <gasps> 85% said, yes, you're, you're, yes, your body does change. And I think we all want to stay in great shape, but we do change more. You've got to, unless you're Madonna, you've got to at some point give in to Mother Nature.
2: Do you agree? Oh, yeah. But, I, you know, I think maybe 10 years from now, I'll go in for, like, a daddy makeover and get everything (laughs) sucked and pulled and snipped and uh, I'll be happy with that.
1: (laughs) You will look marvelous. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page, at Naughty Nice Rob, or our Facebook page, Naughty Gosh Amber, and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for our nicest
2: of the day. Ow. No surprise. This list, it's Travis Kelsey. Oh, he did a heart hand pose to spread the love after disrespectful Bills fans booed his girlfriend, Taylor Swift. Mm. So Travis Kelsey was just trying to spread the love when he did the Taylor Swift signature heart hand pose at the Kansas City Chiefs playoff game against the Buffalo Bills. He said, yeah, man, I had to spread the love, baby. You know, he's like, you always got to spread that love. Now, you know, Rob, she always makes that hand gesture to her fans and she's at her concert. She got booed by those mean fans. And he said, <laughs> "He said, understandably, it's a football game. He's like, the Bills, are, we're coming into their home, and they like to get rowdy. So he did that uh, in support of his girlfriend. I like it. Oh. I like
1: it. Borrowing her signal. That's mm. cute. Are they too cute? No, I'm pretty (laughs) sure. They're cute. They're so cute. Okay, let's do our naughties of the day. It's probably me. Naughty, naughties. Priyanka Chopra, who I love. I love saying her name. Priyanka (laughs) Chopra quickly deleted a photograph after going on a double date with Joe Jonas, Nick Jonas, and his new flame. So, Joe Jonas is rumoured to be dating a lady called Stormy Bree, which I think is just the best name in the world. Sounds like a stripper from Florida, doesn't it? It's just such a wild name. Stormy, so they're dating, and they went out together, and Priyanka posted a picture in her Instagram stories. It was four hands drinking champagne at a restaurant, and there was a tattoo on one of the hands, which is exactly the same tattoo. A stormy Bree So this was quickly deleted. The reason it's the naughtiest of, our, of the day is to borrow a phrase from our old friend Wendy Williams say it like you mean it. <laughs> say it, it's okay. There's nothing here that's bad. Yeah, I don't get I don't get it. What what do you think? If I posted it, unless Joe said to me, please take that down. I'd like it's fine, it's just a hand.
2: Excuse me, Priyanka is the queen of creating press for herself. She knows exactly what she's doing. And I love it for that reason, but please.
1: <laughs> she is she should team up with John Stamos. The two oh, go. well, they know how to get attention. Okay, let's end with a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a rob, you get a rob. Really simple today. Put down the sword. Have you been fighting for too long? Have you forgot why you're even fighting? Has the fight itself become the whole, whole part of your existence? For me, that happens. I get so mad with people, including myself, that I pick up the sword. And once I've got the sword, I can't put it down. I've found, though, in life, if you put the sword down and you enter the room with not a sword but an open heart, life is better. I was always ready to fight, Mark, and I still am, and I don't need that, but what I need to learn is how to be always ready for peace. I want peace put down the sword. Okay, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob and Mark Show, a production of iHeartRadio. Mark, have a fabulous fabulous vacation. Happy birthday to Kevin Jonas and your mum Doris, hello, hello, hello and Jonathan, your brother too. And don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can and remember
0: all together now,
1: if you're going to be naughty, uh, you've got to be
0: Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
1: When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do.
0: Start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800 333 4Kia
2: for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10 year 100,000 mile powertrain and 5 year 60,000 mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner
1: between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins.